from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron Catano Sayas. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this, what you're listening to, is All My Fantasy Children. It's a tabletop inspired fantasy world building, storytelling, and character creation podcast where each week Jeff and I sit down and take your brilliant submitted listener prompts, spin them into original fantasy concepts like characters, legends, myths, what have you, and use those stories to create an original fantasy universe we've named Fantasy. We also, you know, look at some, we also look at uh, some hilarious things off of Yahoo Answers. And, oh uh, boy, we sure we ever. Um, and usually we start our show with some fun bits like this one. Jeff, what is getting you, listeners, say it with me, excited this week? What is getting me excited this week? Uh, what is getting me excited this week is that we, on the day that we are recording this, uh, it is my birthday tomorrow. Oh, shit. Is it already? Oh, my God. It's the 20th of August. Yeah, it's my birthday tomorrow. Like, that's where damn. we're at. God damn. God damn. How exciting. Listeners, say happy birthday to Jeff. I'll give you a second. That was a second. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I fucking love my birthday. It's my favorite. It's my second favorite holiday. What's uh, your first? It's great. Christmas. I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I get excited. I'm excited about it. I love my... I love. I love birthdays. It's a fun day. Birthdays are a deeply satisfying thing. You get to like celebrate the fact that you're alive. Yeah. Like how neat is that? It's like it's genuinely people, of course, have twisted it to be like, it's my birthday month and you have to worship me. And I'm like, no, uh, it's just a celebration of like, hey, you're alive and that fucking rules. And you were you were brought to life on this day. How dope. Yeah, I, I, I always like it as a day where I can be selfish and be like, hey, you say a nice thing to me. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's an energy that I like, and I, I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. Awesome. I love that. This is a very exciting That's thing. That's what's getting me excited this week. Aaron, what's getting you excited this week? Um, What's getting me excited this week is- Is it my birthday? It is your birthday, Jeff. Uh, I am very excited to worship you and tweet compliments at you uh, all day tomorrow because I will only tweet them because it's only important to say nice things on the internet if other people can see it and think that yeah. you're nice as a and result. And think you're nice. Sure. Yeah. If you're not getting if you're not getting the points out of this, then yeah. what's the then what's the point of any of it? If you're not getting as the kids say clout from this, what's the point? No, what's yeah. getting me excited this week is uh tonight I'm going to go see my friends' kids. I'm going to go hang out with them in the city and like hang out with kids. I'm very excited. I love these two children and I you know, I like playing with them. It's fun. It's cute. It's wholesome. Nice. They're like three and two. It's I love it. I'm very excited That's about it. That's what's genuinely getting me excited right now that I'm like, man, after this is over and I end this stupid fucking episode, I'm <laughs> out of here. No, but I'm, get I'm the really hell out of here. Get, get the, I'm getting the hell out. I'm going to go play with some baby. Yeah, this is getting me excited this week. I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Being called Uncle Aaron is one of the most deep. When When a child who's very young, who like, saw the day the child was born, eventually learns your name and remembers it after you don't see them for a while. There are a few, there's an airplane, but I'm just going to keep talking. There are a few things that are as deeply satisfying when they're like, Aaron, you're like, holy shit. Your developing brain remembered my name based on yeah. my face. I did That's, it. That rips. Yeah. Now, do you want to dive in? Because I know you said you had an yeah. initial prompt for this episode, and I'm really excited. Also, everyone, it's been a while, and we apologize, but... I don't apologize. I Deal know, with it. I know. You're right. You're right. We always say it's okay to take time off, especially when I'm literally not in my state or at my desk. So... Yeah, like, we, we recorded an episode, and it was unlistenable, so you know what? You're... So you know what? You're welcome. You're welcome that we're saving the best content for you. But because I'm a softie, I will take all the stuff from that episode and create an audio drama so that the lore is still out there. Fair. Because I think that's I think the listeners deserve that because it was rad. It was a good episode. And I really want that to be like canonical. So I'm like, I'm going to make it a thing. But this week is a new week. And I'm very excited about our prompt this week. Our prompt comes from our Discord. And the prompt comes from Tonamel. Prompt. The first wizard van. 
I'm, I'm excited. I have, a, I have a pitch for you. Now, I want to preface this by saying that Wizard Vans have a very special place in our show. We talk about them a lot in Wizard, which is like the third or fourth fourth episode, I believe. Um, our introduction to our Discord channel, Jeff wrote the question, what is your like Wizard Vans Sona or something? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so Wizard Vans, basically what a Wizard what, Wizard. Wh- Basically, what a wizard van is, by the way, is for some reason in like the 70s, I think, people were like airbrushing images of wizards onto shit, like vans. And there's a place in uh, Manitou Springs where the entire store has a wizard airbrushed onto it. Airbrushed That's sick. Wiz- That's sick. <laughs> it's fucking sick. However, that has died out. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, you know, a lot of wizard vans are no longer with us, but we honor their memory today with Jeff's pitch. What you got? So here's what I want to throw out to you. Here's what I want to throw out to you. I'm ready for this. I'm going to pull on a couple pop culture things, and I think you're eventually going to pick up on where I'm going and what the end result is. Also, can I tell our listeners, as I did, Google Image Wizard Van, two (laughs) words. Yeah, you got to Google Wizard Van. While you're listening to this episode, please Google Image Wizard Van. And just like look at some pictures of wizards on vans. (laughs) They're incredible. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> um, so what I want to, what I want to pitch to you, here's one of a pirate <laughs> writing a letter. Yeah, Sick. I see the pirate writing a letter. <laughs> I was looking at, uh, there's one of like, you know, a wizard, uh, there's clearly a stern snarling warrior and like a wizard looking at a crystal ball of the snarling warrior. Because for some reason, a lot of it is <laughs> an image and then a wizard looking at a crystal ball <laughs> and in that crystal ball is the other image. <laughs> It's sick. It's so sick. sick. So let's talk about them in fantasy. The all right, first all right. wizard van. All right. So here's my pitch for wizard. Here's my pitch for wizard vans. Aaron, do you know how witches have brooms? Unfortunately, I know. I see where this is going. And yes. Do you, so, so I don't know if you see. I don't know. I want. I'm going to walk you through oh, this. I'm God. certain you see where oh, this no. is going. Yes. No, no, no. no. no I Let do. me. Let me let me take you on this journey. Aaron, Aaron, come sit in the passenger seat of my van. I'm getting in. Ooh, <laughs> wow! You spent a lot of money on this van. Uh, Jeff, so much, so much. Jeff, that is very. So much. That's really nice carpet in the back. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of different light. Oh my god, Jeff, are you okay fiscally? This is very irresponsible. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm fine, Aaron. This is fine. This is fine. Jeff, are you living in this wizard van? <laughs> no, I drive in it when I want to feel sick as hell. Oh, okay. But I, but like I, you know, you want to feel sick as hell a lot of the time, so I do spend a good eighteen hours of my day in this van. Jeff, it's pretty much I drive around the parking lot of a Spirit Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> formerly a Pier One Imports. This show has big Spirit Halloween energy because, like, you think there's a schedule to when it shows up, and all of a sudden you're like, "It's May. Why is there a Spirit Halloween in my town?" It's like, "Hey, we got a new episode for you," and you're like, "I wasn't ready for this, but like, I'll come inside." And we're like, "So goblins." That's pretty much what we're going for. So, Aaron, Sorry. witches have brooms. Yes, witches also have familiars. Oh. I almost choked on my sparkling water. If you're saying that a van is a familiar of a wizard, I'm fucking here. A a little bit. That's a little bit what I'm saying here. Okay. Also, the other thing I want to throw at you is the the opening to the film specific. It comes up in the books, but the film really draws really hard on this visual. The like opening segment, not the opening segment of like the War of the Five Armies, but like the first time you see the Shire in The Hobbit. And the first time Gandalf shows up. Okay. He's driving in that little carriage that's got all the fireworks in the back, and Mary and Pippin hop in, and they light off a bunch of fireworks. Yes. What I want to propose to you, Aaron, (laughs) is that wizards travel the world in, like, powerful magic users, because, like, they travel the world in vans. Decorated. That, like, well, so, well, so here's my, here's my two pitches. Okay. I have one, too, and I'm very excited to combine these wizard powers. Here's my pitches. Uh, is that van is a very kind of loose term in the way that, like, you know, you might see a witch in the way that, like, witches are often portrayed as on brooms or just by flying or, like, sometimes in, like, sort of campy things you'll see them, like, flying vacuums or something. Yes. In the same way that, like, familiar, a familiar is, like, a different thing to every witch. Yes. The idea, like, your, 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 your means of transit, like, takes the form that embodies your personality right so a wizard's van might be like a train it might be a tractor okay, it might be a, it might be a broom but the important thing is that like while you are on it the 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 way that we bring in the airbrushed painting is that while you are on it like 
time and space shift. So, like, you know, you are kind of almost traveling through space as you travel through places in your wizard van. Yes. And so, like, that sort of visual of, of a wizard shooting lightning at a dragon, it's like all these sort of dilations and, like, these sort of, like, flashes of your great your great okay. wizardry triumphs. Okay. So all of these things kind of, like, flash out and it becomes this very... So, like, imagine just a, a, a sort of celestial train van that is, like, blasting all of these wizard moments just, like, comes through a town and that's how you know that, like... A powerful that's how wizard you know has arrived. that, like, a powerful wizard has arrived. Okay, so I'm obsessed with this. May I add a touch to it? Please. So, you said a familiar. I would like to posit that wizards who have wizard vans, uh, their familiar, which might be like a little bat, a ferret, can transform into the van. Sure. That feels right. That right? Like, kind of, right? You know, like, gong, 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 gong. But not so quite. More of like, poof, it's a van. You know, yeah. or a train or something. And what you said about the image being portrayed on the side... I like so that the the edge, the sides of the van, like what we see from the outside, and we see these action scenes of wizards blasting, you know, fighting dragons. These are the, what you're saying is those are the past exploits of that wizard portrayed like a movie for the rest of the world to see. Yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever, you ever seen see Superman 2? No, I have not. Do you know the visual of the Phantom Zone where yes. it's like little like black? Ah! Oh yeah, of course, yeah. That's kind of what I visualize is like you just see like played out like... Like in this sort of three-dimensional space of like wizard triumphs as this okay. as this as this wagon runs through your town. It's very green screen. You know when you see a yeah. green screen, it's sort of disorienting when there's a movie on it. You're like, yeah. whoa, 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 Like when they put uh when they put movies on people's like clothing. Yeah. It's sort of like that, but a van of the amazing accomplishments of that wizard, which means, Jeff, that wizards do be flexing. With these wizard vans. Wizards 100%. And I think that's maybe the, like, the story is the first wizard van. Aaron, I think the first wizard van was a flex. Uh, no, there's no question. Wanted to show, like, this wizard wanted to show off their exploits and how fucking powerful they are by literally driving around a dope. And when I say van, the first wizard van is, of course, just like a van. A van. <laughs> like a Google wizard van, one of those. It's a van. We'll decide what their familiar was. But this wizard van was just to flex that, like, y'all, I have saved the world countless times. I have accumulated an arsenal of legendary weapons through various means. Let me tell you the story through this dope slideshow on the side of my motherfucking van. Aaron, I love this so much. I love this idea. Yeah. Cause, cause, now, can I throw you a pitch? Um, yeah, sure. I, I have something that ties into, it ties into some of our lore, but I also feel like this is a pretty good standalone story, and this is gonna tie into a type of character that we like talking about a lot, that, that like, is fun. Is it capital A Adventurers or no? It absolutely is. I knew it, yeah! Because, like, this ties very nicely into the idea that, like, in the world of fantasy, to be an adventurer, to be a capital A adventurer, is a term that is said with an eye roll. Yes. That is a thing, you know, to be a, to be a, a, a sword-swinging warrior that kicks open the door to a tomb and, you know, steals treasures and things, like, you're an asshole and a monster. Yeah, and, like, we, we discussed it. There's an entire, after the whole five-jeweled crown, there was a thing, or before it? Or is it after? I think it's... I don't remember. Whatever. We described at one point also that there is an age of heroes, that we call it, with a huge eye roll, where everybody was kind of doing Dungeons and Dragons shit of just exploring fantasy, tearing it up, looting caves, just like just trouncing around, like just destroying shit, being dicks. And now this is a perfect slide-in for the first wizard van, is yeah. during this era. Yeah, this, this, this wizard... Uh... Aaron, give me a D6 roll for a set of pronouns. I absolutely can. I finally found the original Animal D6. And oh, I'm shit. so ready. You don't want to know where it was. It was in my dice bag, but in a separate folder, a compartment, because I wanted to keep my special ones separate, but I didn't tell myself that. So I had to find them later on. It was like a little hunt for me. Anyway, Animal D6, go. Two, fish, he, him. Uh, so he is an ass. Like this is a wizard that has like <laughs> this wizard is an asshole. He yes, is, he is someone that has like 
done adventurer things. But like the most. And it's like driving around bragging about it. Yes. And like wants everyone to know how great he is and like how amazing he is and all the cool I put that in air quotes. Cool shit he's done. Like, keep in mind, this is someone. Can I give you an image about this wizard's van? The green screen kind of like cool shifting paint that comes a little later in fantasy. Early on, it is straight up just like airbrushing. And it looks like <laughs> like a it looks like an old PowerPoint. So new images just kind of slide in using like 90s PowerPoint effects. Oh, see what I'm imagining specifically is <laughs> Have you ever seen the the have you ever seen you know pushpin animation or not pushpin it's like the stop motion the an, not quite stop motion it's a little bit stop motion but it's like paper it's kind of paper craft where like the joints are on different parts of a of a it's like a shadow puppet almost yes it's like that where like it's um it's one of those like kind of it's a little bit Monty Python of like these sort oh, of like yes, drawings yes, yes. that are like moving chunks be- out of animated out of magic that are on the side of this van and they like they they segue away to different things and it's just this loud man driving around going look how fucking great I am. hey remember when I went down to the Warren and all those frogs were there and I was like fireball give me your magical spear. And everyone's like, yeah, like, that sucked. That Warren was like where we used to take our kids to swim, man. Yeah, like. <laughs> and it's like all fucking dried up now. It's like a desert. Yeah, that's all me, baby. Take a look at this spear. And it like crackles with arcane energy. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> I love this villain. I love this villain. I love how wizards are continually our villain. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So do you want to give them a name? Or do you want to get there? We'll find it. Um, their name is... Their name is, uh, um, what's, like, a really bad wizard name? Let me, let me, hold on. Let me look up wizard name generator and see if anything comes up. Of fucking course it does. Um, (laughs) okay. These are really bad. What about Zeltorius Hammer Trick? We always use hammer. You always use hammer. You use hammer a lot? You do. Zeltorius I do like, because he goes by Zal. What if it's Zaltorius, uh, Zaltorius Lonesome Road? Fuck, I hate. <laughs> it's a stage. No, I mean, obviously, it is a, it is a, it is a, a moniker. Oh, yeah, of course. And we've described before, like Arcana Dim Day is a huge asshole wizard and has a fake name because his name is like Steve Butterman. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what's this person's name? Zal. Zal Lonesome Road. <laughs> Zal Lonesome Road. Oh my God. Their real name is, it doesn't matter, so it's Christopher Armsquish. Um, yep. <laughs> now it's Zal, so Zal Lonesome Road was- <laughs> Zal Lonesome Road is so fucking funny. <laughs> so, Zal, so Zal Lonesome Road, I feel like, wrote, became powerful during the Age of Heroes. Right. Was, was like, you know, a party member. Like, Because back then, all these people were like, all right, do we want to definitively say this is before or after the Five Jewel Crown? I feel like it's after because there was like a power vacuum. I think it's after. I yeah. think it's after is like when there when there's kind of like chaos and people are being mercenaries yes. and like Yes. Very gods were real once and so yeah. people started being like, Hey man, there's no fucking Aardvark's gonna cut me down with a katana. I'm gonna go raid this tomb. Yeah. Um so parties were adventuring out. People are accumulating. Adventurers are getting because uh, something I want to posit is we've we've said it briefly before, but like legendary weapons and like magical items, we've said that people uh, can choose to like imbue their essence onto swords and shit like that, yeah. making it magical. And I also think that. I want to say that in fantasy, legendary weapons, you know, the things that we know as like glowy things that do tons of damage or shoot magical things, they're a naturally occurring phenomenon. Hmm. Like, uh, uh, like uh, you know, the tree, the blade that can control nature, I would imagine that like comes from a forest. Like it just kind of happens to be. You know what I mean? Sure. The energy, the energy of the energy of a chaotic world have manifested into objects that have immense magical yeah. power, and yeah. some of them. Some of them take the form of weapons, and some of them take the form of un- of objects. And sometimes it's a sometimes it, they are they they are things you wouldn't think of as magic. And sometimes shit's just magical. Sometimes yeah. shit is just weird and magical. It fits our nice motif because the relics, the artifacts, are like a quill, a hat, gloves. Like you know, it fits this motif mm-hmm. of like 
you know, this boombox that might control the forest, it kind of just kind of sprung up and is like made of wood and plants. So anyway, people are finding these things. People are going after them because there's a power vacuum. You can become like super fucking strong, unchecked. You know, it's like if all the GMs in an MMO like suddenly like logged off. Oh my God, the hacking. So this is where Zal Lonely Road, this is the era where Zal was out there like, going through tombs, chopping down forests, being like the boombox in here fucking somewhere. And so this motherfucker in this van probably has like this pocket dimension full of goodies, right? Yeah. But what I want to ask you is, <laughs> what is Zal Lonesome Roads? Lonesome Road? Lonesome Road. What is Lonely there? Road. Lonely Road, also funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it goes by both. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely an area where like, he doesn't remember. He doesn't remember what he tells people. Uh, it's fucking Zal Lonely Road. I thought your name was Zal Lonesome Road. You came into town like two weeks ago. I thought your name was Zal Hammercrest. No, I, no, I, no, I, no, 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 I ran into another another person named Hammer. Ah, uh, man, I mean, nah, you must have met the other wizard. They're way less powerful than me anyway. It's Zal Lonesome Road. Um, <laughs> but what is their familiar? What is his, what's his like little bud, you know? His familiar. Is it an animal? As often, yes. fa- As often familiars are. I actually want to say no. Okay. Because th- there's a there's an answer here that is funny on its face and like pushes me towards like a really interesting lore thing. I'm so ready hit me with this. It's not an animal, it's an object. <laughs> Say this without laughing. It is too large dice. I hate you and love <laughs> you. Okay, so please what, you said there's a lore together note. with a chain. I like the idea that like Zal and this is a this is a very this is a very I'm I'm not he's not a stage magician no but I like the idea that like he does not have his he does not do magic so he's not a wizard he has he oh he has magic to be a stuff? wizard is this your haunted house this is your haunted this is house a ha- logic this is a little bit of haunted house logic like he has objects that do the magic for him to a point that he's kind of indistinguishable from a wizard we have a tony stark or a bruce wayne situation Yeah, he's kind of a tony stark situation of like i just i've collected enough magical things that like if i need to shoot a lightning bolt i grab my lightning bolt gun okay so this is someone who has like a bag of holding full of ungodly powerful magical shit and just like at their disposal can just pull out anything out of this goodie bag and it's like, you know, oh, suit of armor that's impenetrable to flames, walking to a volcano, conk, conk, conk. You know, yeah. throws it, gets rid of it, or puts it back in the bag. <laughs> throws I'm, it. Throws it is very funny, though. Just gets a one-time use only. And it's just, and like, yeah, because like, he's got to put, got to keep, got to keep up the show, and right? Like so much. Like, so like, he's just scattering shit around. <laughs> so, okay, this is a very interesting thing, because it, it, it makes me happy, because this is how my brain works, listener, and Jeff, and I apologize. It makes me think of, um, so say there's a bird that really likes berries, right? They're going to mm-hmm. eat those berries and poop them out and spread those, like that plant all over the place. In this case, it, it was kind of a beneficial move, because uh, Zal Lonely Road, <laughs> I can't remember which one we no, said it's first. Uh, it's actually, no, I, wait, is it that? It, fuck it. it fuck it, doesn't um, matter. Zal Lonely Road, eventually, like, on their demise, because, of course, they're no longer with us, because fuck them, uh, has actually, like, redistributed magical items to all corners of the world, because they're all one-time use. Because at one point it was just hoarding these things and not using them, but then when they went on their magical wizard flexing tour, would like go and fight a demon and then just like leave the ice staff behind in like some cave. So like I'm seeing that things were once spread out on the map. If you imagine the map of Hyrule, aka fantasy, and all these magical items, and Zal Lonely Road scoops them all up. I hope you're seeing the little miniature here. Has them all, and then eventually kind of just shuffles them around to different locales. So Zal just kind of provided like a service to mat- wacky mix them up in terms of where magical items are in the world now, in addition to fucking shit up. Okay, because we got to talk about this fucking van. I know where the lead up is the, the lead up. We're selling the, the sizzle, not the steak right now. Yeah, no, we'll get we'll talk about the van. But like, I do want to talk about the thing I do want to talk about is the is the we can talk about the van first or we can talk about this uh, this first. I'll throw it to you, though. But like what I want to throw out is what comes after Zal Lonely Road. 
go on. In the way that this is, this is, uh, I'm certain I've talked about this on mic before. Aaron, there's been 200 some, there's hundreds of episodes. I'm certain that I've gone down this particular road before. But in the way that, I'm just gonna say this, and I'm certain it's come up probably dozens no, of times. please do, and we'll talk about it. The way that professional wrestling went from an authentic thing to an art form of performance. Okay. I like the idea that perhaps wizards, as they travel, make, make their, like, tell story, like, tell stories as they travel. Not gonna lie, that's what I eventually wanted to get to. Was, yeah. Was, so, it's something that's fun about our show, is that you said once that, like, history is weird, and that's why the fun bots exist. History and fantasy, I like to imagine because everything is so old and, you know, people live so long. History is a funny thing. Like, if millennia, if your lifespan was 100,000 years, like, what is 10? You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. happened 100 years ago? God only knows. So the I imagine that wizard vans provide this cool service of, like, history, tales of exploits, tales of loss, tales of, you know, regional things and, like, just stories. You know what I mean? Through, like, a cool visual medium. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. I was thinking that. I was also thinking, like, just straight up fiction, but, like, in an artistic way of, like, if you don't, if you have, if you are, like, a travel, if you go to Gen Astral School. Yeah. You travel, you become, like, a wizard, a powerful wizard, and you're traveling around. Even if you don't have that story, like, maybe you, maybe you, your, your van, this, this, this thing that forms around you, this sort of, this boat with wheels that you travel around on maybe it crafts story like you know there's like illusionary magic that like tells stories and legends and like fictional tales that people like look at and like when you arrive like you've you've weaved these tales that kind of like inform this sort of i i picture there being kind of like because i always like the idea of like wizards being a little mysterious and i like that idea this idea that like some of these stories aren't, tr- some of these wizard tales aren't true. Like, it kind of ties into that sort of competitive storytelling thing of, like, sometimes wizards are just full of shit. And I like that idea of, like, that that's sort of a tradition that comes from, like, as people travel around, they tell these stories. Some of them are true. Some of them are false. Some of them have hidden meanings. And some of them, and like, they just, like, wander around. And, like, this picture of wizard vans as art form is very appealing to me of like some of them are telling history but also some of them are just weaving stories and some of them are just bullshitting and some of them are telling the story of my personal loss and the great loves in my life and they're it is this storytelling medium that like as people that practice this sort of very reality shifting thing it becomes a font of expression i dig it And, like, it kind of, it, it, I think, in a way, that takes on the vibe of the familiar. Mm, okay. You know, like, it is, it is not just, because a familiar, that, the the animal that you choose, the creature that you choose, the object that you choose, the thing that you, that you hold on to, isn't an extension of you as a, like, your persona as a wizard or as a magical being. Like, this idea of your story your okay. your expression your perspective your view forms around this this vessel that you travel around on and like it is it is literally projecting your uh, uh, an aspect of you to the world around you so that when you arrive in the same way that in lord of the rings when gandalf arrived everybody kind of goes as gandalf we yep. know his deal it's yep. that idea that like when you arrive like that story has bled into the world around you so everybody so like if if it's a bunch of stories of you know, charming rapscallions, like, conning people out of things, you'll pull up and people will be like, oh, you're probably a little bit of a con, a little bit of a shit. I get this. I, okay, so are you suggesting <clears throat> that the wizard chooses what it projects, or are you saying that it just kind of happens? Is it a reflection of who you are, or do you project the images on it? I, I like the former, but I could be convinced to the latter. It can be both. I think it can be. I think it's I that I love that I love is that like you you shape it. Yeah, of course. But, you know, in in it as is true in art, part of you is going to bleed into it. So that yes. that wizard, that wizard that that broadcasts pictures of charming rapscallions is probably just trying to be like I'm going to tell stories about like I I'm going to tell stories about like a fun scoundrel who gets into mix-em-ups. 
but the part that bleeds in that they don't have full control over like seeing is seeing people get conned out of things and like it's it's that it's that vibe of hearing a person tell the story about their day and like noticing what they don't talk about yeah of course there's subtle details in it it's, yeah it's art it's an expression mm-hmm. of self that happens through because the medium is the familiar the van is a different entity i don't think that they have complete control over what the van does or yeah. shows it is it's a little of both it's like i can have an image of my head of what i want to paint what comes out is not always the same yeah i feel like it's this weird mix of paint and also magic and so the van kind of shows you the story of the wizard abstract or real it's impossible to tell the difference if i fought a dragon or i helped some kids who needed a place to sleep and like built them a house you know what i mean like that is the thing that i like about this and that's why i want to talk about zal yeah because i think back so back in the day zal's dice like zal has these dice you know that I think they're formed into like a bracelet around his wrist. And when he throws them in the air, they become like this fucking van that has, you know, the the slideshow on it of mm-hmm. his exploits. I feel like as time went on, so wizards are powerful in fantasy. We've talked yeah. about this a lot. Like wizards are fucking it. You know, magic users can do a lot of cool, good stuff. Later on, I'm imagining Zal Lones- Lonely Road. The name kind of sparked it for me where Zal is older, longer in the tooth, you know, and still living this very solitary, just a man in his van, driving around, talking shit, kind of. Like, I think of people who glorify their exploits in high school. You know, like, I imagine Zal making it to not the Age of Heroes, like, making it past that, and Mm -hmm. being like, yeah, like, check out my fucking van. And everybody's like, man, you're a powerful wizard. Like, you can, you could make, like, real change. You can, like, do things. You don't save anybody. You don't do anything. You're just in this for your fucking self. And like someone who might drive around a wizard van today thinking it, like, rips and is like, fuck you, fuck all of you, they're a little out of touch because I imagine what a wizard van could become is, say there's a monster ravaging your town. Mm-hmm. A wizard van pulls up and lets everyone know, hey, you're about to be protected by, I'm thinking very superhero-esque, where it's like an incredibly powerful wizard is about to come save your ass or bring something. I imagine it's a bit of, like it has your calling card, it tells your story, it entertains the children nearby, it entertains the people while you go deal with a nasty. Because mm-hmm. you, what you're talking about professional wrestling always makes me very happy because uh, I always think of um, like just sports or any kind of entertainment in general, it kind of is this lovely distraction from kind of the agony that is real life. Sure. And so why not a wizard van be this like opportunity when it roll, like, you know, you're a Tarask is about to trample your town or a big purple worm. This van whips around and starts like playing a story and like, let me tell you the tale of Aaron, the wizard. And everyone's like, oh, shit. Meanwhile, a wizard is out battling for their fucking life against a Tarask. Is it something like that? Because I'm trying to blend yeah. the idea of professional wrestler more of... I like uh, that. I like that. I like that sports analogy is really good. I also like the idea of... It ties into the idea of, like, instructive art a little bit. Yeah. This idea of, like, I love the idea when you uh, a wizard van pulls up and it's telling a story of another time that a terrasque you know terrorized the town but the town came to and like it it tells this story of like this is that also kind of informs a little bit of like this is how the this is this is how i operate as a as a magic user like it it, it kind of like gives you a picture and like the story is of the townsfolk coming together and yeah somebody organizing things and and like it gives a picture of like this is what's gonna happen now like what's gonna happen now is that we're all going to come together. Like, you're going to work with me, me, me. Like, you're going to work with these people. These people are going to do this. These people are going to do that. And you kind of see that played out in sort of a big cartoony way. So the kids can watch that and be like, wow, that's really great. And then the adults kind of watch it and are like, oh, this is what this wizard's going to do. They're going to, like, ask us to to prop up to build this building that's going to yeah. draw the turn. And, like, you, it kind of, it's it, it informs, it entertains, it, it becomes, in a lot of ways, like, pure artistic expression right like it informs it educates it entertains it distracts it it is art and that's i love the idea that art that like an art form is sort of pulled out from this 
And I think that's really that's really beautiful and cool. And I I like the fact that it, the van is the familiar because if, I have always liked that part of wizardry that there's like a little buddy or like a partner in crime that's like connected to you in a way, you know? And like this van is an extension of you in a way where like, you know, I have my little fox familiar and it runs near me. But when we need to go save the town, fox turns into a van. My story starts to play. But that's the, fu- the like, you know, the familiar does its thing while I shoot thunderbolts. You know what I mean? Is it mm-hmm. that kind of feel? Yeah. I am obsessed. Now, can we talk about Zal? Yes. Because we talk about like what they become and wizard vans become something really awesome, which is hilarious because we I want to think about all the fucking characters we've had that are magic users. They all have fucking vans. They all drive around by van, yeah? Conjure, Conjure has a van. <laughs> well, so, so, uh, Iron, I do want to end this episode. I want to talk a little bit about Zal. Yeah. But then I do want to spend a good 10 minutes at the end of the episode describing the various conveyances that people have and how they manifest as sick wizard vans. I fucking love it. So, Zal, Lonesome Road. We know that they were, an, uh, a, it's a, so Zal, what you're saying is like a normal dude, not a magic user. Yeah. And they've just been around. They, like, hung around parties, you know what I mean, while they dove into dungeons? Okay, I have a pitch. I have a pitch. Oh, I also had a pitch. Go, 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 give me yours. My thought is that if you said they don't have abilities, they don't have powers, this is all, like, just borrowed, Zal Lonely Road or uh, Chris Arm Twist or Arm Squish was, back in the day, just kind of like, I hate what squires were, but kind of like, I imagine them being kind of like a hero fanboy. Can I can I throw you uh can I throw you a pitch integrating that but taking it in a slightly different direction as well? Absolutely. Uh hero fanboy and also a cheating a cheating gambler. <laughs> you love you a cheating gambler, don't you? <laughs> I do. Aaron, I do. Why why a cheating gambler? Cuz he has cuz he's got loaded dice. <laughs> that that's what, I thought they were fuzzy dice like in a van. <laughs> they are. They are. But I also make sure that he did he uses them for gambling. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, I like the idea that he was just kind of a a hanger on is like really good and like the fifth the biggest fifth wheel in the age of hero history and just like, like it doesn't do a whole lot, but it happens to be around when things happen and so like oh. they people like I think just accumulates a bunch of stuff by by almost by accident. I have a pitch for that actually because it combines with your gambler thing. Yeah, Jeff, uh, Zal Lonesome Road was a forger would make mm. copies of all of these and was like I'll hold them I'll hold wow you got the you know the the scarab of blade song hold on let me hold that for you and then in the night would make a copy and give them the forgery and keep the real one so Scumbag. that's how they've accumulated all this shit Scumbag. I know <laughs> Well, they don't have power. Could you imagine hanging around like, you know, a channeler who's like, you know, punching, you know, could punch the moon in the sky and like wizards doing all this stuff and you can't do nothing. Come on. Envy would take over and you're like, and also it's an age where everyone kind of sucked. And if if you really suck during that era, you are a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I appreciate all of this. But yeah, I like that he just, he's just a low, like, he's a con artist. And I like that he's just kind of a scumbag con artist forger. The real righteous punishment for Zal Lonesome Road. Please. Nobody fucking remembers him. No. People remember the van. Yep. Because the van is cool. And people, and like, what happened is like, people had stories of, Oh yeah, like I saw this van drive by and it had like a, a like a living mural of a wizard on it, and then a wizard like an actual magic user was like what like this and like creates a thing and like it spreads the oh. like the thing spreads and part of that is because the things that he become that he did in his life were not interesting. No, it wasn't like he was saving the world. It was. He was going on, and I say this with an eye roll, level one Dungeons and Dragons adventures. Yep. He was like, there's a tomb with a with some skeletons. And people are like, okay. So you so you raided someone's tomb. He's like, yeah, but skeletons. And people are like, I don't care. Your van is cool, but like go away. You got that laser cannon out of a tomb? Like, like that sucks. Like my fucking aunt was buried in there. You yeah, that asshole. was someone's. That was someone's resting. You fucking at like, and so and so like the things that he did 
left no impact on people and on the world, but this other thing, he, like, created a thing. Yeah. It's a thing that I love in the real world, which is, he's, like, a weird, he's a weird, like, parlor story. I was just about to say, he is that dude at the bar being like, hey, you know why we wear hats backwards? Because I did that in the fucking 60s. And everyone's like, fuck you. Nobody cares. He's a, he's a, <laughs> sorry, he's that a was 30, mean. No, 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 it's exactly right. But like, he's a 30 for 30 mini episode. Oh, right. Like he's no. one of those five minute like, hey, do you actually know the story of why wizards have Van? And it's, it's because this guy. This and guy is a like, piece of shit. And, like, the story's about, like, well, actually, there's a lot of claims that he, like, did a lot of forgery. There's a lot of people that, like, have credible evidence that, like, he stole things from them. He, you know, and it's one of those things where, like, that's the back half of the documentary is people being like, yeah, and unfortunately, it turns out, like, a lot of what he was famous for was just stealing shit. Like, it's sort of a tragic story, and it's kind of, like, sad that this really beautiful art form came from this guy. And people are like, oh, okay. And they don't really retain it because it's not that interesting. It's not important. Let's talk about all the wizards who have, like, saved the world countless times and how they put our hearts at ease with, like, an entertaining image of a, them riding a unicorn and shooting a rainbow. I like that he's a, he's a fun a fun. He's a trivia note. question. He he's is a, a trivia, trivia question. question. And, like, that is all he will ever be. And, like, I love that. I love that it is this, this vibe of, yeah, you, something you did is remembered, but, like, it's not something but like no one remembers you because you don't matter because you didn't make an effort to to make the world a better place. Can I tell you about Zal Lonesome Road's tragic demise? Yeah. Zal Lonesome Road is a forger. Every magical item they make, they take, they leave behind a duplicate that has no power. Zal Lonesome Road, like I said, has shuffled everything around the world, and everything is out of order. Every All the magical items that are supposed to be in places aren't. Some are. He cannot remember. It has been too long in the game, and he's just too big an asshole. One day, when he's an older person, I said that people, like, you know, like, you could have been something. You? You were Zal Lonesome Road? You created wizard vans? You suck. I got you as an answer right at bar trivia the other night. And also, fuck you, man. So Zal is like, you know what? I can change things. I can make this right. But I'm going to go on one last motherfucking ride before I go straight. Goes into like, I don't know, uh, a fiery dungeon, right? And finally gets to the end, battles and battles using his tools. Grabs the item like this. It's a, what, what kind of weapon is it, Jeff? It is a, it is a, it is a flail. Okay. Grabs this flail. This flail usually creates a blizzard in any room that you swing it around. It can chill the air instantly and harm only those who you intend it to. Picks up this flail just as this fire demon is like closing in. Like, (laughs) now I'll have you for lunch. You know, stupid warrior stuff. Goes to pick it up, runs their finger along it with like, it activates the runes. And on the runes, it says, property of Lonesome Road. It's a fucking forgery mm, from mm-hmm. eons ago, and this demon just absolutely devours Zal Lonesome Road. Love it. Yeah. I had to make it like full circle that like you don't get out, you don't get nice things. No. Yeah, I love this. Bar trivia. Okay, now the fun part. We tell the story of Zal Lonesome I really like what wizard vans have become, by the way. That's what I mean. I, I was like, when, as soon as you threw me this prompt, I was like, I have a pitch that I think actually does rule. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it kicks ass, and it shows like it's a nice... Because, like, you know, if you were, like, a hero with magic powers in the fucking real world, you are a superhero and you should behave as one. Mm-hmm. Like, wizard vans show that, like, great power comes great responsibility kind of feel. Where, like, you got to put the citizens at ease, give them some instruction, keep them safe, keep them feeling entertained and feeling safe. You know, and that's what the wizard van embodies. It's like a feeling of safety and joy and relaxation. Anyway, what did you want to end with? Uh, I want to just think about some of the famous magic using characters and like describe what their vans look like. Okay, let me go to Simplecast real quick and let me look so, at some episodes. I've got one immediately. I'm fuck. Give me. <laughs> um. So you mentioned Conjure. Yes. Conjure's wizard van is a razor scooter. Oh fuck! Yes. Just razor scooters around, and the story that uh that Conjure tells is like the story that that is portrayed is 
unlike a lot of their constructs, which are which are actual real giant like animal things. Yeah, these are these are representations of those. Specifically, what it is is like stock footage, uh, like cartoon intro shots of Conjure running alongside all these sick animals that Hell fly yes. through the sky. Yes, yes, it's, yes. It's very Pokemon opening credits. Of course, of like yeah. And like cool monsters, like cool animals are flying around, and like we see a bunch of the animals descend on our kind of dim day, and like yeah, and it's just like just 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 conjure running and fist pumping the air, and it like gets that- people fired the fuck up. Yeah. Like when you see Conjure's van, you're like, oh, it's time. All swirling around this wizard on a razor scooter, just like here we go. <laughs> I am obsessed. Marqueth, mysterious mother. Mm. Marqueth has a wizard uh, vehicle, doesn't it? Well, they're called wizard vans, even though they're not always vans. Yeah, oh yeah, and that's why, do you know where the term wizard van comes from? What? There was this There was this wizard back in the day that would drive around in an actual van. Well, did they ever do anything important? Uh, it's not really. <laughs> like, you know, like, like there, are, there are some stories about, like, kicked open some tombs and things. Like, it's not... It's fine. Okay, I I have one. Marqueth's is kind of like this robot. It looks like a robot, but it's a horse. But it's like made like a van, but it's a horse that Marqueth rides. Aaron, can I can I can I throw a pivot on that? Yeah. It's a robot spider. Oh baby. Marqueth as wizard van is a robot spider. I love that's a that's a pretty dope familiar. With that deep cut. That's a deep cut, and I appreciate it. We so talk about much. that in the first. Might be it's not episode one. I think it's when we talk about Grasshopper City. We talk about there being robots, spiders. robot spiders, and when we touched on it like <laughs> once again when we came back to Purethergill, but it's been a minute. Um, Arcana Dimday's wizard van is a wizard van. No image is projected on it. It's just an airbrushed, a shitty airbrush <laughs> of Arcana Dimday looking entirely too jacked. Like it doesn't look good. Like you know it's the poster ar- for Army. You know the poster for Army of Darkness. Yes, I do. <laughs> With Bruce Campbell and his shirt ripped. Yep. But it looks. Not- it doesn't look good. It looks like. Um, if you ever look up Gaston muscle suits, so when people play Gaston, like either in uh, Disney World or on like in theater, they usually wear like a muscle suit. It's very obviously a muscle suit on Arcana Dim Day, and like the color scheme is all earth tones and poop tones. Like it just does not look good, and the van barely runs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, do you want to do one more? Gen Astrals is like a oh. boat. It's a flying boat. Oh, fuck. It doesn't even dry. Oh, I mean, Jen Astro is a library. It's fucking regal. Like, well, yeah. it's also like regal. Like, it, like, what it kind is of like boat? a. What kind of, like a speedboat or like a tug of a kind of like, I'm picturing like a sailboat. Oh, I like, like that. A, it's like a one person because it's like, I'm picturing a little bit of like pirate ship aesthetic and it might just be because I was looking at that picture of a van with a pirate <laughs> on it. I think that's definitely it. But I like to have the visual, the pirate boat aesthetic. Yeah. And I like, but I like that it's like one person size. So it's like this tiny little sailboat. It's almost like a, it's almost a little bit of a schooner. Like it's this tiny little sailboat with this very kind of like decorative ornate, like metal framing and like, you know, polished wood that like has like mist and waves around it wherever like she comes down, like, like, you know, that, 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 that look of a, a ship coming into Harbor where there's the splashing water oh, yeah. and the wake, like that is wherever, wherever this flying ship lands, there's splashing and there's wake. And in that mist, a story is told. I am obsessed and I love oh, and what fuck. is in that story is is not Jen's story but is the story of all of the the, the students that, that Jen has oh. taught and it, it conveys this idea of like oh you're talking to the person that has taught all of these wizards everything that they know by the way the single a sailboat for a single person is usually called a cat boat good to know it's a cat boat. Yeah they're, yeah, they're exactly what you're thinking of if you Google it. Yep, that's it, what I'm picturing boat. of. Yep, that is yep. exactly, that is precisely the thing that I'm thinking of. That is deeply satisfying. I love that a lot. Okay, this Wizard Van episode, gotta say, ended up slapping, thought it was gonna be Big Sleepover Energy, and it was, but in the right way. Yeah, we got there. So, is that a wrap? I think so. Gosh, dang. 
That's a wrap. Thank you so much to our prompt giver. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much to our prompt giver, Tona Mel. Tona Mel used our Discord uh, channel to submit their prompt, as so many people do, and we read them all, and they're all very incredible, and they're all very good. It's just like, you know, there's like hundreds. So we got to pick what we can. If you'd like to submit a prompt of your own, though, there are a lot of ways that you can do it, and I promise we check them all. I promise. Jeff, what are they? <laughs> you can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. That's a good one. Sorry. You can tweet them to us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. Also a good one. You can post them on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash all my fantasy children. I think it still exists. Probably the worst one because, hey, I don't know if it still exists and I don't know if I'm logged in. And I kind of want to just keep saying it. <laughs> uh, or you can go to our discord at bit.ly slash AMFC discord. That's a good one. All My Fantasy Children is uh, proud to be a part of the One Shot Podcast Network. That's right. We have a po- we're on a podcast network and it's incredible. The One Shot Podcast Network is the home of a lot of fucking amazing creators and content, and those creators put their content on the One Shot Network, and it's an amazing umbrella of products and family members that I love being a part of. For example, there are a lot of award-nominated, incredible people on that network, like, to start, because we have a segue, I promise, Asians Represent, who was nominated for an Emmy and all sorts of cool shit. Asians Represent is one of the best podcasts on the internet, especially in the tabletop sphere. It's amazing. It is a wonderful show. Uh, Daniel and Agatha are incredible creators. They are doing uh, work that is uh, important and valuable, and they are they are boosting voices and giving really good, insightful criticism. And also, they're just funny and charismatic and likable. And like, I I mean, I have nothing but nice things to say about. Daniel and Agatha and Asians represent because I actually do think it is like an incredibly good podcast. I, I it stands out to me. I, I I I really like it and I love it a lot. Boom. Speaking of any nominees, Jeff has a second podcast. I don't know if you know about this, and I'm sure you fucking do. But Jeff has a second podcast, and Jeff is nominated for any awards. And where the fuck are you at, <laughs> Jeff? Tell them about your podcast. I sure will. Uh, Party of One is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week I sit down with a friend, we play a two-player game, we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. Go get it. Oh, I'm on a second podcast. It's called uh, Skyjack's Courier's Call. It's an all-ages spinoff of the popular campaign Skyjack's Actual Play. It's about kids and exploring the world of Sphere as they deliver the mail and learn about themselves growing up. Uh, It's great for youngins. The age range, I would say, is anywhere from like eight you know up to a hundred so whoever's a hundred and one years old I, i'm so sorry, I'm sorry. it I'm is sorry. not it's not yeah, for it's you not for you. you're not gonna like it's it. not there look there 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 are some spaces where you, you know there are some spaces where you're not that, that aren't for you and that's and okay just accept that and you need to kind of get used to that and what better way to start than being 101 years old but anyway if you're young and young at heart check out uh skyjack's courier's call on the one shot network Anyway, every single episode, we give our listeners a verbal hug so that they feel way better than they did when they first started our episode. And we give them advice that we need to hear and that we want you to hear. Jeff, do you have a verbal hug this week putting you on the spot? Uh, If you're not making the world, if you're not putting an active effort to make the world or your world or at least the space that you exist in better... What the hell are you doing? Damn, Jeff. Like I'm, I'm fire. coming a little harsh this time, but like Damn. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about motherfucking Zal and yep. put in the act, like put in effort, you know. Yep. But like at the same time, recognize the ways that you put in the effort that you might not even be aware of. The, things like showing kindness and support and enthusiasm to go a tremendous distance towards fostering an environment of enthusiasm and support and kindness. And you know, like you you don't have to. You don't have to move mountains. You just have to be there for the people in your life that you care about. But if you're not doing that, if you're not existing in a way that that feels like you are lifting up the world around you and being a light that people can look to do better, frankly, like I, I think that it is it is easy to say this is this is kind of me coming at this from two angles. Okay. It is easy to look at the world and say, I can't possibly do all like I can't possibly fix all of that. I can't possibly make a difference. And that is not true. There are a million ways to make differences and to be a, a light in someone's life and to 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 leave the world better than you found it 
in tiny little ways that that perhaps not everyone will even notice, but that will have the most meaningful and powerful and impactful presence in the people around you, the people in your life, the people that you care about, the people that care about you. But it is also each of and every one of our responsibilities to go after those things and to both find the things that we can do, big, small, or otherwise, and to make the effort to actively and consciously do them, not because we want something in return, but because they're the right thing to do, because that is the way that we make the world better. And if you're not making the world better, then you should be. Damn. Fire. My verbal hug this week is uh, always be mindful that you're staying true to your vision and what you want to be doing, which sounds so fucking overblown. Like, stay true to your vision. I was thinking of Sondheim lyrics. But when I say that, I mean, like, when you're making something and when you're putting it out there, keep in mind that it's still accomplishing what you want it to do and that it's not doing something that it's not intended to do, like hurting people. We think we talk about this a lot without really saying it when we're world building by being very thoughtful about like, hmm, I hate this trope or ooh, let's go back and edit that because we really want to, you know, make this show for everyone to enjoy and be able to. So just keep that in mind when you're making your show that you are sticking to your guns about why you make this thing and why you love it. Bring that joy to it also consider the joy of others so that we can enjoy it with you that you're not just yelling into the void i know i know it's not fun i know that wasn't like a happy one but it's just it's it's true anymore that like be considerate of those who are going to enjoy your work so that we can enjoy it with you rather than the image of someone standing on a mountain and you are shouting down at them your work and we just get to like slop it up in a bucket no, sit at the table with us and share your gifts and joy with us so we can enjoy it that much more. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, awesome. And that's all we fucking do on this that's podcast. That's it. That's a wrap. This shit was a banger. Oh, Jeff, what would your wizard van look like? My wizard van? Uh, Not the one that reflects your life. Like, say you had to make one IRL because now yeah, yeah, I kind yeah. of want one in real life. I would have to. It's got to be a wizard looking at a crystal ball. Yeah. And in that crystal ball is... It, there's a very specific like character interpretation that I'm gonna send you. Okay. Um, <laughs> that is important because like this is the the uh, the character. It's like it's like a specific character, but it's a specific character and like also just kind of going for like a general interpretation that kind of matches this specific character. Uh, it would be in the wiz a wizard a Gandalf ass wizard looking at a crystal ball. In that crystal ball is a is a warrior Santa Claus a la Grant Morrison's claws Ooh. fighting a, fighting a demon, but like big sword and like red and white uh, okay. like furs fighting a, fighting a demon, fighting a dragon inside of this crystal ball being looked at by a wizard. I fucks with that a lot. Mine is similar and not at the same time. Mine is very like... Mine is a little more like Final Fantasy-esque. So like you see this like evil wizard, right? And like her claw is holding a silver, a silver um, crystal ball because of course she's looking at a crystal ball. And in the crystal ball are two like warriors dueling and lightning is crashing. So basically it's the exact same thing as yours except a duel inside a crystal ball. Sick, sick yeah. as hell. But anyway, that's all we do on this show. I hope you enjoyed the greatest world-building podcast of all time. Yeah, we got there. So until next time, good, good night, night and good, good game. game. Hello, Junior Wizards. It's me, Senior Wizard Aaron, and today I have an audio extra for all of you AMFC loreheads that are just like me. Big fucking nerds. I want to talk about something we never get into often on the show, um, and it's that very few people in fantasy understand how their world works on a deeper level. Like the origins and the lore and how all these things kind of function. So what I mean is, things like fantasy's creation, for example, with Aether and Astra and the material plane. Nobody knows about that. And therefore, like, what the heck the ley lines really are. And how they function. And then from that, what magic really is. Nobody even fucking knows. It's just this thing that we all have. And also, nobody knows where people go when they die. Which is great, because the beauty in this is like us on Earth, in our limited understanding of the universe, it has led to some truly beautiful myths and explanations to try to make sense of all this confusing stuff. I really want to put an emphasis on no matter how powerful you are, you are just kind of vulnerable and a baby.
So take our version of a necromancer, for example. They are hearing the voices of the dead, yes, but the true essence of a person, emphasis on true essence, was that who they really were in real life? In a way, yes. But a necromancer hears their voice, their tale, and pulls that energy, that story from the greater tapestry of the world, the ley line, and does their best at recreating what they heard. Is it exact? Far from it. Do they know exactly what they're doing with their magic? In their opinion, yes. But we know, as the listener and kind of the observer, that they're kind of just flailing here. Which is an important thing I really want to hammer down about the world of our show. That even though people possess this incredible force known as magic that can right wrongs, heal injuries, and basically reshape reality, they, like us, are still just moving through their world, flailing along and doing their best. So next time we are discussing ley lines, gem cutters, archmages, demonologists, myths, and legends, know that their understanding of this massive world is a lot like yours. We simply cling to our convictions and those we love while we float with the current, only to one day hear the call and return to the greater tapestry of the world and add our story to it. Thanks for listening to these cool audio dramas, and I'll talk to you next time. I love you. Goodbye.